Coach's Corner with Coach Heck and the infamous Coach Patrick King. You're stuck with me, man. I'm stuck. You are stuck with me. I ain't going anywhere. Um, there's a lot of people that are jealous of me for sitting here, and there's some people that yeah, there's a little sympathy going on at the same time. There's more people that are sympathetic to you. I'm just saying that much right now. As a matter of fact, if I needed a vasectomy, I might get one this weekend. Oh, I forgot those commercials. But I don't even need a vasectomy. And just remember what Ron Heklinski said today. And you ain't that good. The scouting report said you were pretty good. You ain't that good. Oh, man. Are you kidding me? Here we are. Go for it, man. I I absolutely love that. We have more fun with that than we do just sitting here talking. No, I mean, it's it's just some of the stuff we say. We're, we're not responsible for our actions. No, and I we're, mean, and we're sober. No, which is we're just. Hey, I've had a liver. I'm twenty. I'm twenty eight years on with a liver transplant. I can't drink if I want yeah, to, man. Yeah, that's amazing. That's amazing. You've lasted that long with, without without a drink. No, forget the liver <laughs> transplant. It's without a drink. Oh, oh back man. back in the day, right? Yeah. No. No. So. um Definite one of my favorite in your lifestyle, right? One of my favorite stories. I don't even know why I start with this kind of stuff, but but you know how when we all went to the the Indiana Basketball Coaches Clinic. Oh sure. And we uh, we went to the clinic sometimes. Yeah, and then we and we took our staffs and all that stuff. Right. And then and then after after the clinic about ten, it was down it was downtown Indy. We would go to a certain establishments and hang out with all the sure. coaches and. Talk um, basketball. Yeah, and I'm not sure that the, the establishments we would go to or would be things that we need to chat about, but I'll just say this much. I took one of my – and I'm not even going to use his name, but one of my assistant coaches said, heck, I always wanted to do this. And I said, what? He said, let's walk in here, and I'm putting these sunglasses on, and I'm going to pretend I'm blind. <laughs> and <laughs> and then you're going to guide me. You're going to help me. Oh, no. And so we walked in. And my coach has got these glasses on. And now he can see, mm. but I'm leading him around right. like he's blind. And, right. he, and this this the worker at the place, right. the lady comes up the, to him. One of the waitresses. Says, says uh, hey, is your buddy blind? I said, yeah, he can't see. He goes, bring her closer. I got to I gotta be, I gotta <laughs> oh, be able no. to. No, I can't even. We, oh, we, we kind of know where geez, that one's going. I laughed. I laughed. I just, and I remember that. Like every 10 days, I just start out. I could be anywhere, but I just started laughing because I funny. remember that. Well, as you guys can see, we are in my at my house. Uh, Bar Louie has a company party tonight, so they they closed down for that. So we are here downstairs in, I guess we'll call it the man cave, back here in a, my little cubby hole. We are watching pregame for the Tampa. We're watching uh, – the early fourth quarter of the Buffalo Pittsburgh game and snowball fights in between those. And we've got uh, golden state and whoever they're playing Memphis on the third TV. Yeah. So I it's think, a great Monday night. No, I think it's a beautiful Monday night, but, but for anybody listening to us or watching this outside of our area here, uh, the weather here is absolutely brutal. We, we have snow, um, 
it'll it'll get down probably with wind chill between minus twenty five and minus thirty five tonight. Uh, School, the roads, schools are closed tomorrow. Yes, I mean schools are closed because of the the polar vortex. The roads are absolutely horrendous. Um, and you you tell me about your little adventure earlier. You were talking about it. You you did a little uh, Tom, not Tom Sneva. Uh, what was the guy's name in 85 or so that did the spin to win at the 500? I can't remember. Yeah, I, I don't even know what, what that's called, but I just know this much. I'm going down because, um, I mean, snow day, no snow day, cold, no snow. I got to get to Planet Fitness. I got to get a workout in. Sure. And I got to get a workout in because it, I always say it ain't easy looking how I look. So I got to get to Planet Fitness takes work, and get a workout. It? it takes work. I know. So I'm heading down Ironwood, just a little bit north of Martin's on ironwood and for no reason i'm going 25 right for no reason i hit a patch of black ice and i'm doing a 360 heading down ironwood and i'm just i'm holding on as tight as i can my eyes go to my rear view mirror my back there's nobody <laughs> behind me so i'm not worried about someone crashing into me from behind and then my next my next vision or point of vision i look ahead to see if there's anybody in the other lane and uh, my Lord just, just helped me and saved me because there was nobody in the other lane and I'm, I'm sliding down Ironwood sideways in both lanes. Oh dear. And you're, you know, I mean, we talk about Frick's driver's education, you're a driver's education teacher, and I've driven in snow and ice for a long, long time. So I know how to do that. I know how to turn opposite when you get into a spin. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, so, so, that, I mean, you might as well do your commercial for what, Frick's driving. What do you, what do, you do? So well, I'm, here's what we're tell me what you do. Uh, I'd like to find out in case it happens. Again. You don't drive on ice. <laughs> so, I mean, those kids pay 900 bucks for you to say, don't drive on ice. <laughs> stay today. It was stay home. I was supposed to drive today. I was supposed to drive, uh, let's see, like five or six hours today, but uh, they called off because, uh, because of the weather. They didn't want, you know, it was below zero. I think we did get a heat wave after lunch. I think it got above zero, like a two or a three. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the the ice on the roads is not working. That's for sure. So so you're supposed to turn opposite the swerve, right? Right. But that's that's when you and you. I always tell people look for snow. If you if the road's shiny, you move over a foot, look for some snow because you at least you got a chance in the snow. Well, that's what stopped me. I had a I had a huge snowbank. Yeah, you hit snow. You hit snow. You got a chance. But if you're on ice, you know there's no secrets. You just you're just along for the ride. You, you're not. You have no chance. Well, so obviously everything was cool because we're here. Um, thanks for hopping along with us tonight. We we have a, we have a really good show. Yeah, we we had a a, a cancellation. Uh, Allison Hayes, who's everything Notre Dame, she she knows everything about what's happening at the Golden Dome. Uh, we were going to have her talk a little bit about some football, give us update on transfers and and coaching and everything like that, and then. She has started uh, working on, you know, more more concerned with the basketball. She's got her tip-off shows now, and she's had interviews with both the women and the men's coaches and give us a little idea about what's going on with uh, the two basketball programs. But she also has a family at home, and um, she had had she had worked a little later than she planned and because some people were, you know, couldn't get into work today at Channel 57, and she was just getting home, she said, I'm going to have to be, I'm going to have to cancel. So uh, we're, we're going to go, we're going to have to go a lot without Allison. We'll catch her next week or the week after we know where she is. And she, you're she's, stuck with me. We're stuck with Scott. 
and what's, look what Scott he's Scott in, he's in Puerto Rico and yeah home. someplace Scott is he's flying he's working right now I don't he's not on the clock but he is in a layover where you're in Savannah right give us a weather forecast in Savannah Savannah currently 63 is sunny act like you're the co-pilot and you're talking to the uh, people in the back waiting to waiting to leave uh, on the next flight. So tell, tell Savannah, us Georgia, currently 63 degrees and sunny. We'll be landing in 20 minutes. <laughs> Wind out of the southwest at 72 knots a mile or whatever, whatever no, they say. Nobody cares what the wind's doing. Yeah, they don't because you're I up know. above that. I know. They're, they're, not even, they're not even listening when you give the weather. Well, they're, they're listening to where, where you're going. You're going back to Dallas in the morning. So tell us. What's it, Dallas, there's snow on the ground in Dallas. Is that right? Well, we saw that earlier. Well, Sophia said it already all melted. So <laughs> that's usually what happens. I and did. I did see a thing that um, the a couple of the lakes around DFW got like South Lake, Grapevine. Uh, some of the some of those cities close to the lakes got lake effect snow. Oh, okay. In Texas. Yeah. They probably wow. didn't have a clue what it was. Kind of like what we see in Buffalo, right? Well, no. I mean, Buffalo is blizzard still. Isn't it? We, yeah. we, were, we were watching the game earlier. Nobody's sitting down because there's no place to sit because they got three feet of snow on the, on in the their seats. chair, yeah. and there's three more feet down where their feet are, so there's no place to put it. So they're just standing. They just If they want to sit, they're, they're like they got a bar stool. Well, 24-17 now with about 10, 10 20 left in the game. Uh, the score was 24-7 at halftime. And um, – so obviously Pitt has scored. Um, well, they 10 scored points. right before the half, and now they've got ten more here in the second so half. So 17. they're within a touchdown. Hey, uh, so let's start this show. Let me uh, talk about our guys. And last week it was—I mean, our show last week—we had fun was, last week. Was didn't really we? cool. We had some. We had some uh, people in the audience. We also had Tony Letcher who came in and did his commercial from health markets live. And, and as you look on our screen, there, there's a great Tony Letcher from health markets. And uh, we'd like to say thanks to Tony with health markets insurance, whether you need help with your health insurance or Medicare, it's time you get the right coverage at the right price. So call Tony at 574-307-8882 and he will help you with everything. He was, he was awesome. A, I, I believe a 1995 grad of South Bend Adams. Right. And just, I mean, just missed you because you came in 96, Six, right? Yep. I missed him by a year. And just, I mean, just wonderful. Uh, I mean, just wonderful to, to be our main sponsor for this program. And, and we, and we appreciate you a lot, Tony. Uh, Han Funeral Home, loss of a loved one can leave you with lots of unanswered questions that stress at Han Funeral Homes of Mishawaka, we're here to help. Our focus has always been on the families that we serve. At Han Funeral Home, we stand ready to meet your needs and exceed your expectations when selecting a funeral home. Call Pat Han at 574-255-1474 or visit them at 505 West 8th Street. I know I know, it is such a, a, a devastating time period when someone passes. And, 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 and like when my dad passed or your dad passed, my dad was sick. And your dad was sick. Your dad lived to be how old? 80, almost 89. Okay, my dad lived to be 83. And people say, and, and, and I got and I get this line all the time when I, you know, when I visit someone who's had a long life. Oh, they've had a great life. Um, it was time for them to go and blah, blah, blah. But 
it's never time to lose a loved one. Right. And uh, the people at Han Funeral Home are are very, very, very sensitive to that. And they do a great job of bringing you in, sitting you down, going through all the options. And so it's never, it's never an easy time. And I don't care. I don't care if the person's been sick. I don't, it's never, it's never time not to hear your dad or your mom's voice. Right. Well, and if you think about it, the funeral home people will probably tell you that the funeral is actually more for the living than it is the dead. It's it's the adjustment time for the for the people. Yeah, because the dead ain't saying anything, right? Yeah, he's he's they've had enough. Yeah, they, they sit there and say, "Quit staring at me." Let's yeah, get, no, let's get I on even, with it. I, no, because when I go, I'm I'm having some Jordans on. I'm gonna throw some Jordans on. I swear, <laughs> I swear, I'm gonna have some kind of electrical device wired. Right. If anybody lifts that second half off of the casket right. and tries to take my Jordans, yeah. I'm gonna have like a voice thing saying, "Get out of there." Leave them Jordans alone. That's funny. You don't want to be buried like Bob Knight said he wanted to be face down so everybody could kiss your butt one more time. Kiss the, his ass. The media I, I loves love, us, though. I love that. Story. Between, who, who likes us more, media or referees? What do you think? Uh, I, I don't think they, I don't think either one of us do, to be honest with you. <laughs> oh, here's, one of them do. I, we've got a note. My 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 eight my uh, Indy 500 reference. Uh, it was Danny Sullivan. That was the race car driver that oh. did, this, did the spin to win. Oh, back, okay. back in the eighties. Well, I did this. I did the spin to grab the wheel, and I'm start. I'm I'm saying a little prayer. God help me, man. If you get me out of this, I'll never. I'll never go one mile because we always do that. Right. God, get me out of this. I'll never go one mile over the speed limit again. Or I'll never drink again. I'll never do that. I'll never do this. <laughs> so, hey, by the way, you people down here, we're gonna. We need your help. Uh, call us, text us that front number down there in the bottom right corner because we're gonna talk football. Uh, which game was yesterday? The first game was that the Cowboys. That's the Cowboys. That was the Cowboys. The My goodness, what what a ball game! Uh, well, no, it depends. It depends the, what fan the you people are. in Dallas right now. I'm sure just still stunned at what happened. That Green Bay came in there and just dominated the game. Well, and and, and here's the deal with Green Bay now. I I think this is, I think this is really. Um, true, and I think this is great because everybody says, "I right, now, you know, we have to, you know, we have to buy these players. You know, free agents are coming. We got the number one draft pick. We got to pick Marvin Harrison. We got to pick Caleb Williams. <laughs> we got to do this." Green Bay comes in with a bunch of no-name receivers: Bo Melton, some kid named Wicks. The only one I knew is Christian Watson. Who they're, was they're the, the, young, the youngest team in the league. Yeah, youngest they, team in the league. Touchdown, Buffalo. And I've never and I've never heard of these receivers, but yet they're making catches left and right against Gilmore, who's an all-pro cornerback for the yeah. Cowboys, against the the vaulted Dallas defense. And so my comment is this: all of the all of the people, and 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 I'm going to reference this back to Chicago because I'm a Chicago guy. All, all the people that reference this and say. We got to put players around Justin Fields. They didn't. They didn't put players around Jordan Love. They didn't put players they around. Brought, him. These are guys that they drafted in the fifth these, round. These are draft, sixth draft round, picks. That's exactly fourth right. round. Yep. They're not first round picks. They just. They just coached him up. They just went out and played played ball and coached him up. They sure did. And Jordan Love. Jordan Love made every possible throw that he needed to make. And um, if you're Jerry Jones today. If you're Jerry Jones today, I mean, I'm I'm reading I'm reading stuff today saying, 
well, he hadn't made a decision on McCarthy. He doesn't know if he's going to fire McCarthy and all this stuff about, you know, Dan Quinn being the hottest name out there to, right. to, to, to fill one of these head coaching vacancies. He's the DC at Dallas. He's all this in a bag of chips. It gives up 48 points. Yeah, I know. What's that all about? Well, I'm here. I'm going to throw one at you. I don't, I'm going to tell you, it's not the coach. What happens if I tell you is Jerry Jones. He's got the wrong players in there. Evidently. Well, I don't, I don't. I don't I mean, think it's the coaches. I mean, that was flat on the players. They just got outplayed yesterday. They didn't get out schemed. They didn't get out out coached. They just got outplayed. Yeah, by, Jerry by, Jones has the wrong GM. Well, himself. And, and, and you know, we were we were Scott. We were down there uh, ten days ago, and all of the all of our guys down there were talking about the curse is over. You know, Jerry. You know. They they put uh, they put the coach in the Hall of Fame. You know he's in the Ring of Honor, and uh, you know so that Jimmy that's Johnson. Wrong. You're thinking of Jimmy Johnson. So you got Jimmy Johnson, and then you, well, yesterday at halftime, Jimmy Johnson sitting there yelling and screaming, and Strahan's getting in a stance ready to play. He's well, giving a halftime speech. If Jimmy Johnson is going into the Hall of Fame, what else is going into the Hall of Fame? Here's that's a trivia question for you. If Jimmy Johnson's going into the Hall of Fame, what else is going in? What else is going in? Well, you've got all those other players. His hairspray. His hairspray. Well, his, yeah, they're like, always talking about his hair. His that's hair for sure. Hairspray because his hair never freaking moves. No, I it's know. The, it's, he's got the best. So I used to tell. <laughs> I used to tell my kids because I used to use some hairspray that had concrete in it. I said, if there, if there's ever a tornado, don't worry about grabbing on anything. Just hold on just, to my head. Hang on. Hang on to my hairspray because it ain't on. going anywhere. That's funny. But Jerry, but but Jimmy John, Jimmy Johnson, deservedly. In oh the, sure, in the, the but he should have been in the ring of honor a long time ago. Long but that, that's ago. that's an that's a that's a Dallas thing, and there you know all the people down there were saying you know it's just those two they went to college together and it was just a, something personal between them, and finally they put him in the ring of honor. So now everything's great in Dallas. They went. They win last week, and then they come in here this week, and they just laid an egg and lay a, a huge egg. And, <laughs> and Mike McCarthy, Mike McCarthy, the ex. I mean, there's some storylines in this game now. Mike McCarthy, the ex uh, coach of the Packers, Packers, right? Who, who won a Super Bowl with the Packers? Yes, with, with Aaron Rodgers, and you know, and I'm not going to say Mike McCarthy's not a good coach. I mean, I I've always thought he's a pretty good coach. Of course, I'm a Bear fan, so anytime the Packers played the Bears, I thought that, that the Packers had. Vince Lombardi coach. Oh, sure. They, because they beat the hell out of the Bears. Oh, all the time. I know. I know. But I don't know if it's on Mike McCarthy. I, I mean, I don't know. But well, I know this much. I know this much. And, and you do too. The, the one thing that we do as coaches, the one thing that we do control is if we get our teams ready to play or we don't get them ready to play. Right. Now, obviously, obviously, it's, and, it's and, a given. It's a given. You're going to know all their sets. You're going to know all their plays. Right. That's a scouting report. But can you emotionally come in all week long and get those, and I don't care if they're professionals, but get your players geared up and get them ready to play? Because and, and it didn't look like Dallas was ready to play. Well, and a lot of, was it the scheme that they had? Was it the defensive scheme? Because Green Bay obviously had it figured out. They had people open in that secondary. The entire game, first half and second half, so that there were no changes, or the changes they made didn't work. Kenny, but, I mean Kenny Clark on the defensive line weighs him like four hundred and fifty pounds. He shut down. He shut down Pollard immediately that in that game. And Aaron Jones, it was like Aaron Jones is just running through. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's he he's been hot in the playoffs 
I mean, he was hot against the Bears. He's just a good running back, but they couldn't stop Aaron Jones. I mean, I mean, Micah Parsons, he's right. all this in a bag of chips, well, right? I know. I know. So, so uh, the Packers get get to play again, and they will. They're going to San Francisco next week. So they and they are the uh, Saturday night game next week. Number one, number seven. They've got all the first times. Uh, it's the first time a seven has beaten a two, and all these things. So um, they play on. That's that's that. You know, it's the first year they've had a, a number seven team. They've always had six. All right. So here's. Here's and this brings up a great question. We have any listeners, man? Call us. Uh, fire some questions off here. Um, Comment in the YouTube chat. On okay. On, on the YouTube chat. I mean, but here's 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 what this game brings up for me personally. Um, I mean, we all know that I'm a diehard Bear fan. The Bears have the number one pick. Now everybody's talking about is Justin Fields a quarterback of the of the future? He's played better this year. Yes, he has. Is he is he the quarterback that can get you into these playoffs? What I will tell you this, and I've watched every Bear game. Sometimes I watch him twice because I tape him. And I will tell you this: I do not believe that Justin Fields can make the throws that Jordan Love that made. Jordan last Love. Night. Made, Jordan Love showed he's got a cannon that he made last night. Now, when you talk about when you talk about their division. You talk about Terry or Kirk Cousins right. from the Vikings. You talk about Jared Goff from the Lions, and you talk about Jordan Love from the Packers. Would you would you take Justin Fields over any of those other three quarterbacks? It's a good question. I mean, I don't, I don't. It's a good question. But I, I love Justin Fields. He has all of the intangibles. Now, here's the thing: the those players are- in the locker room love him. His work ethic sure. is second to none. But would you take him not right as now. a quarterback? Not right now. And here, here's one of the things I'll throw at you with that. He's still basically a rookie. Those other people, even Jordan Love, even though this is his first year, he Green Bay brought him through the old-fashioned way where the, you know you bring in a rookie, hand him a hat, hand him a clipboard, sit and watch the starter for two or three years, learn how to play. Learn yeah, how, and that, and learn that how, starter's Hall of Famer. Aaron learn Rogers. how the professionals do this. Yeah. Well – where these other teams now are gra- grabbing rookies, first round draft pick, they're making him a start, you know, the starter first day, first game. And they're just going to take their chances with him. Sometimes it works, sometimes it well, doesn't yeah, work. And then it does work because CJ Stroud, yeah, first year player for the Texans out of Ohio won. State. Yep. And they blow the Browns out. But look how many others numbers. didn't. Burroughs, oh, Burroughs at the Bengals, you know, blows out his knee like game two or three a couple of years ago. Uh, what's the kid's name from Clemson that's down at, at Jacksonville? Yeah, no, his Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, no, yeah, and, Trevor and, and Lawrence. If you look at he his struggles. numbers, he, his numbers uh, are okay, but but no one's going to ever say anything negative about him because he is Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, Peyton. You know, Scott's mentioned Peyton Manning. You know, led the led the NFL in, in interceptions his first year. Yeah. So 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 if you are the Bears and and and, and you're only in this position because of the trade you made the year before, because at the end of the day, should you've taken CJ Stroud? I mean, CJ Stroud will be the rookie of the year. Oh, sure. I mean, 4,000 yards, his numbers are phenomenal, blah, blah, blah. So should you take CJ Stroud? Now, now Bryce Young, on the other hand, got his brains beat in, got sacked 150 times. Yeah, I'm not Carolina. sure if he's still walking. I know. Well, see, that's what happened to Andrew Luck when he was with the Colts. Yeah. Oh, but here's some trivia for you. 
this is the first year since I think 98 that Peyton Manning or Brady were not in the playoffs. I read that someplace. The first year since, well, since 98. Brady didn't play last year. I think he did. They said this is the first playoffs that Brady or Manning have not been in the playoffs. Really? Since so, 98. So Brady, I thought this should, yeah, okay. Hey, Scott, hey, Scott, help us out. Did Brady play last year? I'm looking it up right now. I don't think he played last year. I thought he retired. When did he retire? I thought he retired two he re- years ago. He retired February 1st, 2023. Oh, okay. So he did play last year. They just yeah. they got beaten the playoffs like first first or second round of the playoffs. The year before, there was a Super Bowl. I yeah. think they got beat by the Cowboys last year. Did they? How well, about them Cowboys? That was, that, was the, that was the Cowboys' first playoff win in like 20 years. Right. And that's why they thought they were Super Bowl material this year. So, hey, by the way, you guys that are listening, you've got three different ways to listen to us right now. You can be on Coach's Corner's Facebook page because we're on Facebook Live. You can also listen to us on YouTube. And if you are on YouTube, go down there, hit what, like and subscribe, right, Scott? So we can start. Very good. I'm trying. And then we're also on Broadcast Sport, which we've been, that's kind of our flagship. We've, we've been on that now for two years. So you can find us three different ways. And if you're not listening to us right now, you can tell your friends to uh, find us tomorrow because all this will be taped and on podcasts and everything else. So, so I think, so I think going back to the NFL, I, I think that the NFL um, it's, it's a tough deal for rookie quarter for rookie QBs to come in, but, but one, I mean, one uh, NFL scout, and obviously they never named these guys because they, they always want to be, you know, I mean, anonymous. He says that coming out of college, he would have ta- he would have taken Caleb Williams today over Peyton Manning. That's how. That's what the intangibles that Caleb Williams allegedly has. Well, they think he's going to be a good pro. That's for sure. Now, did you see? Speaking of, of players coming out, Scott and Scott won't doesn't really care about this because it's that school up north, uh, Michigan McCarthy declared that he's going to go go in the draft. And I thought that was interesting because to me, he's got what one year left that he could, he could have stayed at Michigan. Yeah. But here, here's the deal. He can stay at Michigan. What else he got to do? Well, I, I, mean, I, I mean, he ain't going to play for Harbaugh. Harbaugh's here well, today, going to Muncie. Well, tomorrow. and that's, that's what I'm, that's what I'm leading up to but by him saying, I'm turning, I'm going pro I'm going to the draft. Is that a little hint that he knows something that Harbaugh won't be back? Cause if Harbaugh was no. going to be back, he might stay just because Harbaugh would stay. Well, I don't think he's the only person that that knows that Harbaugh ain't come back. Ninety uh, percent of Americans know that Harbaugh ain't coming back. <laughs> it's just a matter one, of where is he going. Well, yeah. Number one, the NCAA does does not want him as an NCAA football coach anymore. My God, he was suspended for six games right. this year. Yeah, wins he wins the national championship, but but I mean, what does that say? To I mean to your organization when a guy can be suspended for all, for half of the games, but still be allowed to coach and still be allowed to win the uh, NCAA championship. Now Michigan will offer him a lot of money to stay, just because politically they got to do the that. right thing to do. They well, got to do that. Well, look at all the different things since we since we were on last week. All the coaching changes that have happened. You know, we had within twenty four hours. I thought that was interesting that. Uh, and Scott, you can help me with the order of this. What Saban retire? Saban retires, right? 
and every, and we talked about saving for about about six hours, and the next thing you know, Belichick re- <laughs> announces that he's that he's not going to be coaching anymore. Well, and we forgot about Pete Carroll, but because Pete Carroll lasted about two hours because Saban took his. We had three big names within twenty four hours get out of football. Yeah, and and one of them, and one of them got out on his own on his own volition. The other two, Pete Carroll did not want to get out. And his his comment was very was very strong when he said uh no football people made the decision to get rid of me at Seattle. Right. And and let's I mean I mean let's I mean let's be honest about it. He got fired. Basically. Uh, yep. They can call it what you want. Yeah, and Bill Belichick got fired. Uh-huh. Now they can say that they, they that it was mutual. mutual. Yeah. And Ray Kraft can say, "Hey, man, here's here's two hundred and fifty Gillette razors. It's Thanks. time to you go. Did a great yeah, job. It's Take time to go." Razors. So I would anticipate seeing those two somewhere real soon. Yeah, I I, I think that I, I I and obviously Belichick will coach again. I don't think there's any question. The reason he wants to coach is because he wants to break the record of of Don Shula for the most uh, victories in in the NFL. And I think he's twenty two in. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think he's um, 22 games short of that record. Yeah. So he will coach. That's I'm two, not that's so two sure. decent seasons, three yeah. average seasons. Yeah, I'm not so sure Pete Carroll will coach again because I think Pete Carroll was really excited to still to still be involved in uh, in the Seattle uh, Seahawks organization. I think so too. In some in some way, shape, or form, and obviously, obviously, Nick Saban retired on his own. I don't. I don't ever think that there would be a scenario that would bring Nick uh, Saint Nick b- back in the fold because he he absolutely had the best. And I and I I'm, you know you look at the timing of some of these because Saban retired, and within 24 hours they had a new coach. So you wonder if they said, "Wait, wait, wait, we almost have this settled." You know, then they went through the process of heading for Washington. How much of that was done before Saban? Announced. Well, I, I know this much. Before the national championship game, uh, uh, one of the big boosters who flies his plane around for Alabama and and does a lot of the recruiting and all that stuff had was sitting on the on a tarmac for four hours with Dabo Sweeney in the plane and all of the big all all of the main personnel for the University of Athletic uh, Department aboard that plane and, mm-hmm. and they sat on the tarmac for four hours with Dabble in there. And I, and I, I, I kind of, and obviously that tells you, I mean, Dabble Sweeney's a, an Alabama guy coach there. Right. And and that tells you that, that, that they were trying to, to pick his brain, maybe see, but, but I knew, I knew that, that, that they would never hire Dabble, and maybe three or four years ago, they might've, because I don't believe, I don't believe Dabble Sweeney, has bought into the portal. I don't believe he's bought into the transfers as much as some of the other NCAA coaches have. And let's face it, if you're going to coach at the NCAA level now, you have to use what's available to you. And if that is available, and if that can make you a better football team, but what you said to your guys when you when you recruited them and signed them and brought them on campus, oh man, I'm loyal to you. We're we're not going to over recruit you. We're we're not going to bring in three more tight ends. We love you. Blah 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 blah. That's you can't do that anymore. Gone. Yeah, those days are gone. I mean, those days are gone because Notre Dame brings in. I mean, Angeli plays a hell of a bowl game. Right, and that's one of the things we were probably going to talk with uh, Allison about. 
has a hell of a bowl game. Uh, they bring in Riley Leonard from Duke. They pay Riley Leonard a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't think unless unless Angeli is the next uh, Steve Montana and maybe <laughs> his game in the spring or maybe I don't see how he beats Leonard out. But if he does beat Leonard out, you're going to have your number two making over a million dollars in the NIL. I'm not sure that I, that's happening. One yeah. of the things I was going to flat ask Allison and see if she – she probably wouldn't tell us if she knew, but uh, – I think Angeli's auditioning in the spring for a new job someplace well, else. Well, I don't think there's any question because – Because they've got the car kid coming in also if as it a comes, backup. If it comes down to C.J. Carr, uh, the ex-head football coach of Michigan, Lloyd Carr's grandson, if it comes down to C.J. Carr or Steve Angeli, if, if C.J. Carr says, man, I'm transferring, coach, but you got too many QBs here. Mm-hmm. No, no, C.J. Carr is a stud. So they bring Riley Leonard in. I think he's got two years left, but they but but they'll have they'll have the decision after a year to say, hey man, we ain't giving you another one. Man, we got this kid. It's going to be a, a redshirt freshman, right? And and if they can, if if Riley Leonard is the deal, I don't know if he's the deal. I don't know if he is. I know Notre Dame played against them, right? And it took a, a last minute great fourth quarter by Sam Hartman to beat him. He had a good game, that's for sure. But if Riley Leonard is the deal. Maybe they can sell it to CJ Carr and they can say, Hey, CJ, he's going to be our QB for two years. Then you're going to be our QB for three years or four years, depending on how many years and, you and have. Hope, and hope he'll stay. And hope, and, and, and hope and, CJ and Carr will stay. Sit on the bench and watch and him learn, learn, just like uh, Love did at Green Bay. Yeah. Well, and speaking of college, while we're at it, Texas has got another decision to make too because uh, Ewers just announced he's coming back for his senior year or second senior year, whatever you want to call it. So I would anticipate if it hasn't already happened that Arch Manning's going to leave. Yeah, no, it, it hasn't And happened. I think I think I saw someplace where uh, Ole Miss was brought into the conversation where he may be heading for Mississippi. Well, and here's the deal. So if Lane Kiffin is going to get involved with Arch Manning and Arch Manning um, is going to ask him, hey, coach, am I going to be your starter next year? I mean, what's Lane Kiffin going to say? Yeah. I mean, I don't – I mean, because I think he has his quarterback coming back, and I don't think he's left in the portal. I, I think he's coming back. But he can't He can't say, you're going to be my starter next year. Well, Jackson so, Dart, he's coming back. Yeah, yeah right? Jackson yeah. Dart, yeah. So, so why would So why would Arch Manning leave and have to go through that redevelopment mm-hmm. and learn another system when he can just stay with Sark and Sark can say, hey. For hey, one more year? I mean, one more year, then, 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 then you're at the control for, for four years. Or maybe Mississippi's not the place he's going to go. He's going to go someplace that needs a quarterback. Yeah, I mean. But I think he, you know, his time's, he, his clock's ticking too. Well, yeah, but it's really not ticking because he's red-shirting. He hadn't played. Uh, he's not going to play five or six years, so his clock really isn't ticking. I'll tell you what's ticking is his mindset of, of man, I'm making all this money. I should, I'm, I'm a Manning. I should be. I should be playing on Saturdays when I'm not sure he should have been playing on Saturdays. And I'm not sure if his name wasn't a Manning that he would have been a five star recruit. It's good. Point. I don't. I don't, I don't know, know that. how good he is. I'm. A, I'm just a basket. I'm a. I, I'm a hoop junkie. I hear you. I so hear I don't you. know that, but I hear people saying that. You know, but I. I don't know. I, I think it's I a. Know. I think it's a, a, a really cool time in the NFL, and I think the NFL then leads to the college uh, programs, and I think – They're more connected now than they've ever been. I can't tell you how happy I am for Nick Saban 
to be able to say, man, I made money. I won these championships. I'm 72. I own three homes. I own a place in Alabama. I own a vacation home in Florida and I own another home somewhere else. I mean, let me live let and me have, enjoy Let me that. enjoy it. Let me do the Jimmy Johnson thing. Yeah, go I mean, get on I a boat the, in Isla Morado and go go deep sea fishing. I made all this money for what? Yeah. For my, my children? Let me take my wife. We still have pretty good health. And let's go enjoy it. You know, you know, maybe do some stuff on Saturdays during the season on, on you know, on, on the, on the, on the talking stations, heads and sure. all that kind of stuff. But I'm, I'm ecstatic for him. There was the, and there was also talk about Kirby Smart maybe doing it, you know, leaving for Alabama. Why, why would Kirby Smart leave? Why? Yeah, unless at, what? At best, it's a lateral move. Well, unless yeah. it's just the cash is just more money. But how much money do you need? I know. Well, for you and I, you know, it's a whole, give me a hundred bucks. It's a whole different. Hey, give me a hundred bucks too many and, zeros, a, yeah. and a certificate to Taco Bell, and I'll work. <laughs> You're all set. I'll come coach for you. That's, yeah, that's good. Scott, why don't we take? We're going to take a break and come back and talk some college basketball. Why don't you uh, run us through some our sponsors and uh, give us a chance to catch our breath, and we'll come back and talk some college basketball. Sure. Uh, before we, uh, before I play the video of the sponsor interlude, I will direct everybody watching to MagicMind.com/slash Ron. Use that hey, who needs private jet? He's taking Get care of yourself exactly. magic. I'm gonna I'm ordering mine this week. Get if you if you if you're a Prevagen user, the, all that means is you're supporting the big drug companies, and nobody likes that. No, no, no. Oh, and if you if you're not thinking right, like sometimes I'm sitting here with Pat and Pat will go, who's that guy's name? What's that? What's that dude's name? Sometimes I do it. Get yourself some magic mind. Thanks for that promo, Scott. And of course. commercials on. We'll be ready to roll. All righty. Um, magic mind. Make sure and do that. And then uh, for this one, go to mailrag.com backslash IND coaches corner. Use that code for 10% off. Basically equates to free shipping. It's mailreg, M A E L reg.com backslash IND coaches corner. And we will be right back. Andy Kern is a real estate broker with Weikert Realtors, Jim Dumphy and Associates. The office is locally owned, but has big company resources behind it that many smaller real estate offices just don't have. Whether you're selling your fifth house or buying your starter home, Andy can help. He has six years of real estate experience and is a lifelong St. Joe County resident. Jim Dumphy and Associates has decades of local experience. Call or text broker Andy Kern at 574-386-4479 for great local service. He is the Colonel. James Carpenter is a real estate broker with Weikert Realtors, Jim Dunphy & Associates. The office is locally owned, but it has big company resources behind it that many smaller real estate offices just don't real have. Estate offices Whether just you're selling your fifth house or buying your starter home, James can help. James is a South Bend lifer and has six years of real estate experience. Jim Dunphy & Associates has decades of local experience. Call or text broker Jim Carpenter at 574-292-CARP. That's 292-2277 for great local service. Frick's Driving School has been named the best driving school in Michiana. Frick's was started in 1960 and is located on Edison Road in Mishawaka. If your child is 15, you can get them started at Frick's. There are multiple instructions available for your driving lessons. Check out the broadcastsport.net main page and click on the Frick's icon to get more information. There you can find out more information and instructions to enroll your new driver. 
Frick's Driving School, a proud sponsor of Coach's Corner on BroadcastSport.net. Hello, I'm Dr. Karich, and I want to invite you to stop by my office on Cleveland Road in South Bend, just east of Portage Avenue. I've been serving Michiana for over 20 years, specializing in back pain, neck pain, headaches, naturally with gentle chiropractic care. Come see me for a free consultation. Karich Chiropractic and Wellness Center, when your body needs somebody to help. Oh, man. Are you kidding me? We are back on Coach's Corner, January 15th, in the bitter cold of South Bend, Indiana. Um, And this just shows you how much we love to do this, to be able to get out, get on the roads, and uh, meet over in Pat's basement and talk about this show. Let me hit a couple of other sponsors here. Scott did a really good job on our sponsor uh, hotline, Han Funeral Home. Han Funeral Home is located at 505 West A Street in downtown Mish. You can call us anytime at 574-255-1474 or stop in to get answers from our local funeral professionals all about your funeral needs. Han Funeral Home is a family serving families. And then, uh, and, and hopefully maybe next week, maybe next week we'll get Pat Hahn because we'll be back at Bar Louie's next week. And maybe we'll get Pat Hahn to come and, and do a live commercial. And then obviously Health Market Insurance Agency with the great Tony Letcher. He was on last week. He was amazing. Thanks to Tony Letcher with Health Markets Insurance. Whether you need help with your health insurance or Medicare, it's time you get the right coverage for the right price. Call Tony today at 574-307-8882. And what about the black sedan band, man, that music that starts the show. I don't even want to do this. I want to just get everything off the table here and act like this table's a bar and get up on get the up bar the and dance a little bit. I it's mean, someday they're a good band. I enjoy listening. They play some good. Songs. They play great tunes. They have a great drummer. Uh, the great Donnie Heklinski Frick's driving, man. Frick's driving, right? That's right. I was supposed to drive today. They are looking for drivers. We are. They have so much business going right now that they need additional drivers. So people here locally, if you're interested in uh, becoming a driver's ed instructor or some of you old timers that are still still have your license or need to, you can very easily renew those. Uh, get with Joe Lynn or get with Doug there at Frick's and you can check the, the phone number and uh, get back with them. And uh, they'd love to talk to you about that. Hey, so why don't you just do your Frick's uh, road game of the week? We can. Scott, you want to find out? You got my little car going on there because now that this ball game's over, they're showing the, the brackets. Uh, Houston and Baltimore next week. Kansas City gets to go to Buffalo. I love that. You like car, our little man. car there? Oh, nothing but the I best here. That's car. That's amazing to me. <laughs> hey, from I, where we came to th- having a car on the oh, show. Oh my goodness! I know. We, Are you kidding me? We we're doing great. I love that car. Green Bay's my team of the week. Green Bay's my road team of the week. For them to go into Texas State, it's not Texas Stadium anymore. Wally Jerry World, and win. Scott, tell me, it's how many games at Dallas won in a row there? Like a hundred and two? No, sixteen. They, yeah. sixteen. Yeah. yeah. 
16 in a row that dating back to last season, they were, you know, it was no secret. They were very, very good at home this year. And then for Green Bay to go in there and do what they did the, this last week, I think that was a huge, huge accomplishment on their part. So Green Bay's your Frick's road game of the week? They are it. I love it. They are it. Uh, hey, we're going to talk some hoops, man. Um, but, you know, before we get into college or high school hoops, and obviously there's been a lot of cancellations. Oh, uh, up here especially. This past weekend there were, there were games uh, supposed to be tomorrow night. Uh, obviously I, I had a game. Uh, Clay now, now I, I was at fr- Friday. I was at I was at Penn. Where were you? Um, I was. Did you I, check out? No, I went to the doctor and I got some more, uh, you know, stuff for my cold. And yeah. Paul said, "Just stay at home, man." Well, that was nice. And, I, and 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 I was thinking that that game was going to be canceled. Well, it was the only game up here. It was the only game in town. Everybody else had canceled. And and how does Penn only beat Jimtown by three or four? Well, oh. Let me tell you about that one. They, Penn was a no-show. Penn was down 12, 11-4 at the quarter. 11-4. Really? Uh, by the six-minute mark, they had played 12 players <laughs> in, really? in 10 minutes. They just – they I think they still had a hangover from getting beat two nights earlier against Warsaw. Yeah, so I, I did that game, and you I, saw thought, the I thought it was a game, really right? good high school basketball game. Well, they, they threw a stinker up the first half. And then second half, uh, they must have had a come to Jesus meeting at halftime. One of those deals. We've, that, we've had a lot of those. Oh, right? buddy! And uh, they they closed the gap. I think it was a one or two game at one or two point game at the quarter, and then at the you know toward the end, it just it was back and forth, back and forth, and and uh, it was a two point game with like eight seconds left. Penley had two fouls, so Jim Towns down two. They throw it in, two dribbles. Foul. Foul. Take right. it out of bounds. Two more dribbles. Foul. Great, great strategy. Now we're down to like four seconds. They're on the side court. They're like half, just inside half court. They throw it in the back court with two seconds left. It gets knocked loose. And Mike Penn ends up uncontested layup at the buzzer and ends up a four point game. Huge scoring game, 35-31. No, I know. I know. I saw that. I went I went out and got popcorn three different times and never missed a thing. Well, I'm very happy that I didn't miss a, a great game. Um, but uh, It was I mean, a close I mean, game, but it was I mean, not a, big, a good game. I mean, a big homecoming for Tyler Layton. Tyler was an assistant coach. Right. He was JV coach at Penn last year. Now the head coach of the Jimtown Jimmies. And, but, you um, know, he did everything he wanted to do. He turned the game ugly. He slowed the game down. He uh, he. Penn Penn was uninterested for two and a half quarters. Penn's got a really good freshman named Peyton Miambi. He's probably about I don't know six four. He can he can he can play. He can go inside. He can go outside. He shoots it. He's a he's just a man among boys. And I I know that 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 Coach Coleman is is trying to break him in slowly. Bring him in slowly. Yeah, he brought him in off the bench. Matter of fact, I think he played a little JV too. But against Warsaw. Against Warsaw, he could have played, you know, and I'm not telling other people how to coach because there's a lot of great coaches out there, but I'm, I'm not sure I don't have him on the court a, a lot more. A little more. bit more? Well, a lot it, more, not a little more. And it may be about that time. Well, yeah. you want you want to talk college for a little bit? No, so I, so I, want, to, I want to slide over just for a few minutes because uh, on Thursday night, uh, the Bulls brought in oh, okay. their initial – ring of honor. I mean, they never had a ring of honor 
in, in Chicago that, that they would put, uh, you know, around the United Center court and stuff like that. So they decided to do that. And they, and obviously in the ring of honor, you would have Scottie Pippen, you would have Michael Jordan, you would have Rodman, you would have Phil Jackson, you would have um, Bob Butterbean Love, you had Jerry Sloan, you had Chet the Jet Walker, you had Arden. Ron Harper? You had uh, Ron, Ron Harper was <laughs> part of the team that went 72 and 10. And that team, that whole team got in. But he um, has uh, he has two very good uh, high school or one Ron Harper Jr. played at Rutgers. The other the other son Dylan Harper is like the number one rated basketball recruit in the country right now. Also yeah. going to Rutgers. And and Ron and Ron Harper had a great career at at Miami of Ohio. But so they and and so they're going to introduce all of these all of these people and. On Friday in Friday's game against uh, Golden State, because Steve Kerr is on that seventy-two and ten team, and yes, he was. Golden State is in They're Chicago, in town, so right? let, let's do it sense. then. Yeah, sure. Do it then. So they entered. They and first of all, MJ Pippen and Rodman don't come. Now I don't know. I mean, I, I don't. And obviously, travel was treacherous, right. man. Because it was a bad travel day. That's when all of the stuff was hitting Chicago. Yes. But um, I mean, I mean, I mean, ever since they they had the show on where Scottie Pippen said some things relative to Michael Jordan, and they had a little bit of a riff there. Michael Jordan's son is dating Scottie Pippen's <laughs> ex-wife. So those a lot, a lot so, of drama. So I mean, if you're going to if you're going to induct those people in the Ring of Honor. You got to show, man. Right. I yes. mean, you, you got to show, there. and you got to be there. Dennis Rodman said it was it was traveling. He couldn't couldn't. I mean, the flights weren't coming in. But then this this was probably. And I'm a Chicago guy, man. And this was probably the most classless thing I've ever seen in sport, because Jerry Krause was all also getting inducted into the Ring of Honor. And uh, as we know, Jerry Krause was the architect of right. all of it. Yes. Brought in Dennis Rodman, trading, traded a draft pick uh, named Olden Polonese to bring in Scotty Pippen, brought in other players, and he set it up. But, but he wasn't good with the press. He wasn't good. He wasn't good uh, explaining some of his decisions. He became a target for the players. I remember, and, and I, so I was really fortunate to coach the McDonald's All-American game. And when I when I coached those games, we had a week of practice. So the uh, the NBA GMs would come in mm-hmm. and they'd sit courtside or they sit underneath the basket. Right. And I and you would have appreciated this. Um, they were underneath one basket, and Joe Nadline and Doug Mitchell were my assistant coaches. And Joe had the bigs. Right. So there's Kevin McHale, Mel Daniels, <laughs> all those guys sitting up. And I said, Joe, take the bigs down in that basket. Right. I mean – Kevin McHale invented all the drills. Exactly. And Joe's like shaking. Yeah, saying, I would no, heck, oh, shit. heck, you take the no, I said, Joe, take you guys down there. <laughs> so Joe was shaking. Putting and he's guys. never forgot, never forgiven you for it, has never, he? Never, never. But so anyway, I, I, I don't know about you, but I always read the Michael Jordan books. Did you? Oh, yeah. I always read the Michael Jordan books. And there was, there was always there was always a little bit of a, a thing in there about Jerry Krause. And they didn't get along. They didn't and, get along. And blah, blah, blah. Well, so Michael Jordan used to call Jerry Krause crumbs, mm-hmm. and he called him crumbs because anytime he ate donuts, the crumbs to the donuts would all be all <laughs> over his sweaters. So I swear to God, I'm getting ready. I'm starting practice. I send Joe down to that end, 
And I looked down at that end and Jerry Krause is sitting in one of the chairs on that end. He's got a Navy blue sweater on. He's got, he's got, crumbs. got crumbs like the powders, powdered sugar. From, <laughs> powdered sugar on that. And I just kind of laughed. That's but, funny. So, so there, there was always speculation that, that I mean, Jerry Krause brought him in, but Jerry Krause tore oh, it down tore, too. Tore it apart. Too. And his first thing he did was he, he said, I'm not bringing Phil Jackson back. Phil Jackson, his contract was up and he thought the run was over. He thought the run was over. And once you weren't bringing Phil Jackson back, then Michael Jordan won coming back and uh, Scotty Pippen won and traded. So then the fans of Chicago always vilified Jerry Krause. Now Jerry Krause died, I don't know, maybe eight years ago, but his 87 year old wife was there to be recognized in his place. And when they announced Jerry Krause's name for the ring of honor, the fans in the United Center booed. Oh, dear. And it was the most classless thing. She was sitting there, and they showed her. She was crying. She had tears coming down her face. And how could and how could you could you be that heartless to do that? That sounds like something you hear from the Eagles fans on a bad that's season. Ex- I can't believe you said that because that's exactly <laughs> what all the talking heads then. Because you so were, were we in Philadelphia? No, that's exactly what they said in all the – all the people in Chicago, Steve Kerr, all the players that was there, they defended Jerry Krause. But it was one of the most classless things I've ever seen. And it made me sad to be a big Chicago that's, fan. That's, that's too bad that, that it was that big of a deal. Hey, tomorrow night, man. Tomorrow night. We got Purdue at IU. Oh, I know it. You're exactly right. What do hey, you got? To, to, put a, to put a bow on that, Jerry Krause died March 21st, 2017. Well, that's um, about five, six, seven years ago yeah. then, huh? And then yeah. I, have, I have a question for, for the for the two guys sitting at the table. Or actually, yeah. Actually, yeah. I just got a question. I got a text question. This comes from uh, Scott in uh, Frisco, Texas. Okay. <laughs> um, do, you, do, you think, do you think some of it still has to do with Jerry Reinsdorf still being around? Because um, I know those guys hated him, too. I'll take a shot at that. They they really they really didn't. I mean, and I lived it, man. I was front and center to all of that. Um, Tex Winter um, was a was a big big basketball guy. Put in the triangle offense, and I got introduced to to Tex Winter, and and Tex Winter became a friend of mine. And he would leave me tickets all the time. So I was around that, and I saw that. And I don't believe it was Reinsdorf. Um, because I, I just I think it was Jerry Krause's uh, inability to to you know intermingle with the media and tell them why we're doing things, mm-hmm. and everybody always suspected that Jerry Krause wanted it to be about him. Oh dear! And okay. it was never about him. It was about MJ and Scotty. Mm-hmm. He put it all together. Sure, but those those players used to make fun of him because. He always tried to put himself in front of everybody else, and I, I kind of think that that's where all of that started. And then, and then, and then they go for six championships, and they want to run it back. They right. want to. Right they want the again. chance right. to run it back. And Phil says, "I'm all in. Right. I'll run it back." But Jerry Krause says, "No, I'm not. I'm, I'm going to terminate Phil. We're not going to." Uh, you know, resign Phil. And so he, he became the villain in all, in well, all and, of it. And this was all in the nineties. And now we're seeing it today. 
And if you think about it, you could compare that to what the Cowboys have gone through here with Jerry Jones and, J- and Jimmy Johnson and even Belichick at New England with the Patriots about how much they've controlled and how they tear teams apart. And, you know, they, think how many times uh, the Patriots unload a player that we think is pretty good. And he ends up going someplace else because, you know, Belichick thought he'd outlived his usefulness. So anyway, well, hey, college basketball, we had a busy, busy week this week. What was it? Eight of the top 10 teams got beat last week at least once. And Houston got beat twice. Calvin Sampson, man. Purdue got beat by Nebraska. Houston loses on Tuesday night to, to Iowa State. And then they turn around Saturday and they lose to TCU. Kansas gets beat by Central Florida. I think the only team that did not lose last week was UConn. And that's the reason they're now number one this week. So UConn's number one. Who's number two? And you got the rest of them. Carolina's three. Kansas is four. Tennessee's five. So and that, tell that's going to, with the conference seasons going on, and just like today, Michigan and, and Ohio State played, who are both in the middle of the Big Ten. Uh, you know, it's still, it's still early. They've only played five or six games. Yeah, I, I think it is. I think it is early. Uh, both IU and Purdue are four and two, with IU being twelve and five and Purdue being uh, fifteen and two, and the and the IU faithful, I mean it never it, it just I mean it, it it never ceases to amaze me. I, I mean IU goes down, they play just an awful game at Rutgers. At Rutgers, they were awful and, and get beat, and all of all of all of humanity is coming out saying we got to fire Mike Woodson and Mike Woodson can't do this. And Mike Woodson can't coach them and they don't have the players, but then you look and they're four and two in the big 10. Right. And then you, and, the, and, and then you look at Purdue and you say, man, Matt Painter's coaching his brains out again. Edie is big and commands. I don't know, seven guys to guard. Him. Right. But then, but then the two freshman scores last year, lawyer and Braden Smith, they're now sophomores. They're bigger. Right. They're stronger. They're making shots. They're making shots. Well, they didn't make them last week at Nebraska. Yeah, no, and, and so that's the reason they got beat. Yeah, and so and so the Big Ten, there is there is a thing called parity, right? Right. And and who who's leading the Big Ten right now? Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, there is parity. So are 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 the Purdue faithful saying we're we're firing Matt Painter tomorrow? I don't think they are, but. You know the IU thing has been such an up and down oh, deal. Just drama. Yeah, no, that's the daily that is, drama. That is a great word, daily drama. And I don't, I don't think you know. I mean, Woody comes back, they win. Now at IU tomorrow night, so I think this, and they, and they only play once this year. I think they and, only play once during the season. And I think, I think this will be, I think this will be a great game tomorrow night to watch and see and see what drama develops afterwards. Well, and the first drama you're going to deal with is people complaining about the game because it's on Peacock tomorrow. So there'll be a lot of people that aren't even going to get to see it. That's amazing to me, man. <laughs> I mean, where's Chuck Marlowe and John Laskowski? Oh, I know. Just put them on Channel 4 and let's go. Where's Ted Kitchell and Laz? Right, I know. When it. you want them. I agree. Oh, man. I agree. Well, hey, one of the things I was going to mention, too, uh, we advertise Jimmy King's supposed to be with us, and he still may show up tonight. I know a lot of my Texas guys are, were looking forward to it. Jimmy texts me about halftime of the ball game today and says, Coach, we're all together today, and I may not be in a position to, to fo- give you a phone call later on or Zoom. 
So I said, we may have to reschedule. Uh, you people that watched the, the Ohio State game today, uh, today was the first time since the 90s that uh, all five of the Fab Five were in the same place at the same time. I, John uh, Howard, Jalen Rose, Chris Weber, Jimmy King, Ray Jackson. Ray Jackson. They were they were sitting together. I know I, you people that watched the game during one of the time, TV timeouts, right there before halftime. It was the under eight timeout. They they introduced them. They played the fight song. They got up and le- basically led the band during the fight song. And waved everybody. Huge reception, and uh, that they received. And then they kept showing them off and on. Uh, Jimmy Jackson was doing the game. Who played at Ohio State? Yes. yes. And uh, Jalen went over and sat with him and did. And sat through, uh, I think, the middle of it. Actually, he was with him. Michigan was ahead 10 or 12. And while Jalen was sitting there talking to, to to Jimmy Jack, next thing you know, the lead's down to two. <laughs> so, And I think he disappeared around the eight-minute mark when they got, things got serious. And then it was back and forth the rest of the game. So um, Jimmy May at the last minute here, hop in here. He's got Scott's text number. But uh, we were, Scott and I were down in, in uh, you are talking about Ring of Honor. We went to Texas last Friday, and uh, they people at Plano East honored Jimmy at, at halftime. Uh, he was Mr. Basketball in Texas in '91. Scott, you got yeah, you did take some pictures. Good job. I forgot about that. But Scott has not seen anything Jim- for content. Yeah, Scott had not seen Jimmy since like you were like three or four years old, and we were over in, in Gary, and uh, Jimmy had played was a. Uh, playing for the Quad City Thunder, I believe, at the time. You know, he was uh, Toronto's second pick in the draft. Damon Stoudemire was their first, and that was the first year. That was their expansion draft. And How many uh, years did he play in the league? He played just basically off and on for about three years. He played with them. Then he bounced down to Quad City. I think he was with the Nuggets for a while. He uh his last his last time was uh, he was actually MVP of the CBA in '98. Uh, it was over in Europe for a year or two. Came back and got it was got down to the last pick, the last draft or the last cut with the Pacers in 2000 or 2001, where he he and Jalen would have been on the team together. Because I remember they had an exhibition game at Notre Dame, so I saw him there and I brought a Barnaby's pizza because he loves Barnaby's pizza. Jimmy is—he's a South Bend guy. I think a lot most people know that he was born, raised in South Bend, and family moved to Plano uh, when he was in grade school. But he's got you know family still up here. We mentioned last week, uh, Larry King, uh, Ricky King, I believe. Uh, Ricky King are all relatives of his. His dad played for South Bend Central in the '60s, so I had a chance to see all those people. I had a chance to see. So did you see Ricky King in Texas? No, I didn't. No, just Jimmy. We okay. see. Ricky's, Mikey, Ricky's still here in South Bend someplace. So, so back in the mid-70s, mm-hmm. Ricky King played for Riley on that great Riley team. T.D. Shelton, Turk Shambliss, Steve Sanders, Ricky King. Ricky King might have been and, – and and this is when Jimmy Webb was in town, was too. He, was he better than Webb? To me, he was. Okay. R- Ricky King was so freaking smooth, it was not even funny. Well, so anyways, we had a chance to see him. So Jim, if Jimmy doesn't pop in tonight – uh, we'll try our best to get him on here next week or the week after. All right, so here's the trivia question. Okay. What what besides Chris Weber calling an ill time to time out, what is the Fab Five basically known for also besides besides basketball prowess on the court? Well, their black socks and their baggy okay. pants. The baggy shorts. The man. baggy shorts. And I've heard the stories about that because they would steal 
the older guys shorts. They'd get the big guys uh, during practice. They'd they they get their shorts going. Man, coach, we can't we can't wear these John Stockton things. Said so we need we need something that's a little longer, and that's basically how it happened. They just went and told the coach, and I would, they were talking today about um, just you know with this being Martin Luther King Day and everything too about all the changes that have happened since then. One of the things I mentioned to Jimmy and and uh, and Elton Drake and some of the other guys, Greg Newsom, I was sitting with last week, was one of the things I was didn't know did not tell them ever, but I was the first coach in Plano that put five blacks on the floor at the same time. Don Haskins. I was the Don Texas Haskins of, of Plano. This of would have been about basketball. 1985, 86. Now it was uh, probably a ninth grade game or a 10th grade game. It was not a JV or a varsity game. And that's one of the things people didn't understand too. I, I never saw Jimmy King play a high school basketball game his junior or senior year. The way things were set up was I had him when he was a sophomore. And it, the way our school system was set up, sophomores did not play varsity basketball. So his scoring numbers are all just two years from his junior and senior year. Wow. So I had him as a sophomore. We had college coaches coming to our ball games, and, and our, our Clark High School team that was strictly 10th graders, we were rated in the top 10 in the Metroplex. So, so what high school would Jimmy have gone to in South Bend here? He said right now, I asked him that last, when we were down there in Texas, said probably Riley, maybe Washington. Penn of course, Lake. of course, Riley. I mean, the because the, the family was, was Riley. And I know he's been up here a couple of times. I know when when uh, I had Booker and, and these guys that won the sectional back in 07, 08, Jimmy was in town because his nephew, Larry King Jr., um, was playing for Riley. So he was in town, came to watch Larry play. And we were over at Elkhart for a holiday tourney. I think we were playing a Chicago team, Corliss or somebody like that. And he stayed and he actually came in the locker room and did gave, did the lineup. So I gave him the lineup card and said, here. Oh, man, that's really cool. So the kids thought that was cool. Of course, we were late getting out for the tip. because, yeah. But but I gave him the lineup card and told him he had no idea. He just I had their names down and he looked at the board and faked it. Hey, um, so let's go over the power rankings for, South, for the South Bend area now as we wrap up this show. Well, and I'm doing really – I'm doing this off of memory from last week. They had they had North Northridge was number one. They got beat this week. Northwood beat them on Thursday night, Friday night, Tuesday night, whatever night it was. Anyways, Northwood beat Northridge. But right now, Riley's the team to beat. Last week we talked. We said the Riley Michigan City game would be a good one Tuesday night. Riley went over to Michigan City and won by I think two. We said the Penn Warsaw game was going to be a good one because that was sectional preview game, and and Warsaw won that one. And who did Mishawaka play this week? Did Mishawaka they, did not play. They, this they week. did not play. They got snow. They got postponed. Well, they, got they were supposed to play a loose team at, at Wawasee right. on Friday. There's and and they're supposed to play home against Clay tomorrow night. Which, uh, which that game is rescheduled, too. Yeah, so there'll be a lot of stuff rescheduled tomorrow because very few people up here have school tomorrow because we're going to be below zero with wind chills again, and it, it probably again Wednesday. Don't be surprised if we don't have school Wednesday. And I'm here's my problem. I'm losing money because with my substitute teacher thing, if we don't go to school, I don't get paid. No, no, I don't feel bad for you because why don't you put the snowblower in the back of the truck and drive around neighborhoods? Well, I might. I might. Plowing. It's too cold. I mean, I'm just saying, my my poor wife and I, 
were out on the driveway the other night or the other day, uh, freezing our you know what's off, trying to get that driveway clean. And I know you. Well, said, I thought I about. Know. I thought about you. Well, no, I know you say you got two. You got two grown ass boys. Get their ass. Yeah, that's a good it. point. One, and they were both working. I both working. I thought about you because I was going to put it in the truck in the back of the truck. But you know what? We couldn't get out of the neighborhood. I know. I know. Our neighbor, we, we got, what, six, seven inches of snow. And with that, all the wind that we had the other day on Friday, that six or seven, some of that's like two or three feet. Hey, I think it's been a wonderful show tonight. We've, we've done a lot of we've, – we've just kind of been all over the map tonight. Uh, next week, we'll be back at Bar Louie's. Next week, hopefully, we'll get some guests coming into the show. We'll, we'll line up some uh, phone guests that we know. And, and I mean, the weather – I mean, you can't say anything about Allison Hayes not jumping on. The, the, the weather's just been crazy, and Jimmy's got his boys there. So next week, we'll line some some people up for the show. Yeah. We'll, we'll promote it. We'll let you know. And uh, I've, I've, I've really enjoyed you and me just chatting it up tonight and, and giving our two cents for whatever that matters. That's right. right. And, and like we said, Scott, one of the things we're trying to transition now, we've, we really feel we're going to have a lot of people on YouTube uh, tuning in. So you people on YouTube – like us, subscribe, okay, write so, us okay, notes, okay, and all so this stuff. So when you say subscribe, like what do you mean? They got they have to pay to no, watch. No, no, they show? just go in there and like it, and they 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 like claim our show. Scott, explain. Would you? You're smarter about night. Oh, um, all it all it is is just getting. Uh, you don't you don't when you subscribe on a YouTube channel, you don't have to go and look for the videos. They just pop up. It's like oh, a book. Okay. It's like bookmarks them. Yeah, there so you go. So it's not like you got to pay money. No, no. No. Unless there is a thing called Patreon. And if you guys want to start doing stuff and put it behind a paywall, if people are willing to pay for it, then who am I to say no? Here's what I think it'd do is post that, uh, your, your apparel site back up there that you, that you've got set up where you can pull pull up the, uh, the quarter zips and stuff that golf fits. If you people, you know, get interested, click on this because that little 10%, we get a little kickback on that too. So, uh, you know, there's a reason that's on there. So you're actually, you're kind of we paying get kickback? us. We get a kickback. Oscar, I ain't got anything for it. Because that's how, many people, all the kickback? that's how many people have purchased stuff so far. One check. person has bought a sweatshirt. And it check. Was me. We're still in our infancy here. <laughs> The, the checks person. checks in the mail. Right, we need Scott? Johnny to be good back here. We got I got guys making money and That's I ain't funny. That's I thought, funny. Okay, here's the deal though. And this I made true. eight dollars off that sweatshirt. There and you go. Here's the deal. Okay, we like doing this. We have great sponsors. We make a little money to do this, but I swear it. No, it's just like you and I said. Every time we walked off the basketball court together, I would look at you. I'd be grinning or I'd be pissed because we had a bad practice. Or I'd say, Pat. Remember, they pay us. For They're doing paying this. us to be here. I and know. We would, we would have done it. We would have done it because we love to. Oh, I know. I agree. And speaking we, of we, Johnny, be good. I saw John. John happened. Uh, popped on here. Johnny popped on. Yep. Ah, uh, miss. Hey guys. He's busy. Um, he's no, busy... he can't be busy today. They got no school. Well. Johnny, you ain't busy. Why didn't you call in? <laughs> what are you making popcorn at the crib or what? Yeah, the lion. We needed him to come on to talk about the lions. Yeah, yeah. oh, the lions. He's he's in his glory right now. That's the other thing we we talk so much about the Packers and the Cowboys, the D- Detroit Lions. My goodness gracious, we talk about them. Hopefully, they'll have a home game next week. 
Yeah, they will have a home game. And I and I'm really happy because because they've been a franchise that have just really struggled and have has, has been without playoff appearances, playoff wins for a long, long time. They bring Dan Campbell in, a former player, former player, gets those guys playing their brains out. Congratulations to the Lions, Johnny. Be good. Well, next and, time, and man. the Lions will they'll play the winner of the game that's going on TV right now. The uh the Tampa Bay game. Yeah, so Johnny, whoever wins that game goes to Detroit next Johnny week. Johnny just pops on here again. You got that right. Go Lions. <laughs> so what do you mean you got that right? You're at the crib eating popcorn? Is yeah. that what I got right? There you go. All right. Hey, I got I got one more question that just got texted in to me. Fire. Uh, Quentin in the Colony, Texas, wants to know who wins Eagles Tampa. Man, that's a, that that's is a, a good one. That's a tough one. Tampa playing with the – with the uh, recycled Baker Mayfield He's Eagles, well. Eagles can't bust a grape in the Immortal Awards of 1946. Mr. Basketball Johnny <laughs> Wilson. So I don't know. I think it's going to be a good game. We're getting ready to eat some chicken enchiladas that the wife has fixed for us. Yeah, and, I, don't, uh, I don't know who's going to win that game. I, I, I do know this much. I, I, I mean, where's Jalen Hurts been? I don't know, but I think I think next week Detroit's got a Detroit will be favored. Whoever wins, the way they're playing right now. Yep, you're right. So you're we're right. gonna we're gonna go watch some more football. Well, you gotta you gotta go on the record to make it make a pick. Just Quentin, make a pick. Well, man, uh, Quentin's from Southern. He went Quentin. Where did, he went to what? Western Illinois, Eastern Illinois. He was a wide receiver. He. They're just now starting the game. Quit stuttering. Make a pick. I'm gonna take, take I'm gonna take Tampa. I'm gonna I'm take Baker I'm gonna Mayfield. Take the Eagles. Okay. I'm gonna take the Eagles. All right, Tampa. This is why I got commercials about Magic Mind. I was, my partner was, was stammering around. No, I was sitting on the fence. I was sitting on the fence. Right, I didn't want to He's got Tampa. Got, I got Eagles, man. All right. Two more, two more YouTube comments before we get out of here. But, I mean, if people want to keep commenting and, and putting stuff in the YouTube chat, then we'll keep going. Uh, We're on no Virginia says go birds. That, that's, says, our, that's our uh, trip to South Carolina. To North Carolina. North Carolina. Exactly. Oh, Eagles and, versus Bucks, frauds versus mid. <laughs> mid mid is a uh, is a uh, Gen Z slang. I think that Q picked up on it means just kind of eh. Okay, I'm still sticking with the Eagles. I'm sticking right. with the Eagles. Okay, I'll Do- Dockage always called it Jag. They're a okay. Jag, just a guy. Just a guy. Yeah, right. I'm, I'm going with the Eagles. Well, they just they the just Bucks. started, so that means. I'll have to take a nap at halftime or something. That's no, it'll take well, me. We get to stay up tonight. It'll take we? me forty-five minutes to get to the crib, man. We don't have school. As bad as the roads are. Oh Lord. Well, you, do we do we have any oh, breaking news oh. for for school closures tomorrow that we want to break if we want to get into the? Uh, it's uh, the already been game. broke. It's already oh, been man. broke. We get to sleep in. School city. Oh, lame. Walk up. Boom. We get to sleep. Making in. that day Bang. up on March fourth. Yeah, but hey, so everything everything north of US thirty. It's probably going to get shut down here for another day. It's just too cold. Hey, Scott, thanks, man. You're the best. Thanks for taking time out of your day and out of your uh, sightseeing in Savannah, Georgia. To, what, to Where'd you go? Where'd you go have dinner tonight? Where'd, the golfers. Sam Sneeds. Oh, good for you. Yeah, you act like it was a big deal. Sam Sneed. It's walking distance to the yeah, Taj right Mahal. Door. You're, staying, you're staying at the Taj Mahal there. All right, man. Hey, also Patrick. known as the Hyatt. Yeah. Patrick, we bouncing, man. It's time to go eat some dinner. You're the best, man. Scotty, you're the best. 
Thanks, and tune in next week. We will be at Bar Louie's next week. Or, 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 Hop inside my car. I got bitches, baby, I'm a lovable man, and I can take you to the